I've been lied to in a huge way. And I realized that I'm not alone, but billions of people in the world were lied to. Uh, most of the most Americans uh, swallowed the lie hook, line and sinker. I can't live with that. Uh, you're, you're not going to pull a scam like that on me. I'm an architect. These are buildings. The buck stops here. I'm going to talk about this until I die or until we get a new investigation. You're listening to The Corbett Report. Welcome back, friends. Welcome back. James Corbett here, CorbettReport.com. You are tuned into a conversation that is taking place on the 7th of September 2022 or the 6th of September 2022, depending what side of the dateline you happen to be on. And today we're talking to Richard Gage, who I'm sure you will remember from previous appearances. But of course, Richard Gage is a San Francisco Bay Area architect, AIA member of the American Institute of Architects, and the founder and former CEO of Architects and Engineers for 9-11 Truth. Richard Gage, thank you very much for coming back on the program. Thank you, James. It's awesome to be here with you again. Awesome to have you back on. But as I note there, former CEO and founder of Architects and Engineers for 9-11 Truth, as I'm sure people who have watched the Corbett Report for any length of time will know by now from our previous conversations, many, many of them in the archives, you, of course, were always associated with Architects and Engineers for 9-11 Truth. Uh, you are no longer associated with that organization, but you have your own. Uh, you are currently the proprietor of richardgage911.org, which will, of course, be linked up in the show notes so people can go check it out. Tell us about richardgage911.org. Pretty exciting opportunity. I've outgrown my uh, nest, if you will, and uh, now I am unleashed. It is my um, uh, the name of my podcast. I've interviewed now uh, 75 people, uh, really high power, wonderful people, activists in the 9-11 Truth Movement and around the 9-11 Truth Movement and even on the COVID side of things. We've interviewed doctors who are challenging the official narrative. Turns out, James, that we've been lied to about COVID and the vaccines as well as 9-11. You know, wake me up. It's like, uh, what planet am I living on? Uh, a lot of people in the 9-11 Truth Movement are unaware uh, that we are currently living in a new, another false flag operation. And yet uh, they don't know it. Uh, they don't believe it. Uh, they, uh, many of them, uh, are so aware of that we were scammed on 9/11 in, in the most horrible way. I mean, a million, two million people killed in the invasions of Afghanistan and Iraq, a direct result of 9/11, and a direct result of the destruction of the twin towers, which I've specialized in for. 15 years at Architects and Engineers for 9-11 Truth, assembling 3,500 architects and engineers demanding a new investigation there. And uh, I can't just keep silent about the next biggest and bigger uh, false flag operation we're currently uh, living under. So I'm, I'm opening my mouth and getting in trouble. Yes, well, I'm glad that you are, and uh, all, the more mouths, the better, and especially one with the uh, the gravitas and the abilities of yourself. So, uh, I will uh, note that I have, uh, I, I hope my audience is familiar with it, I have plugged your podcast in my newsletter a couple of times in the, uh, the past several months, because you do continue to have very fascinating conversations, of course, about the 9-11 and, and in-depth conversations with all sorts of people in the 9-11 truth movement, but as you say, 
expanding beyond that, not only COVID, but I note also you've talked to, for example, previous Corbett Report guest uh, Etchen de la Boite Squared about um, government, the biggest scam in history, and you've talked to uh, previous Corbett Report uh, interview uh, guest uh, G. Edward Griffin about individualism versus collectivism, very branching out into a lot of different topic areas. Well, I um, was shocked when uh, G. Edward Griffin uh, wanted to fly me to Indianapolis to speak to the Red Pill Expo on what? Not 9-11 again, <laughs> but 9-11 and COVID, the parallels, the amazing parallels between the two. Kevin Ryan came up with this, James, uh, about a year ago or more, and lo and behold, all the same uh, uh, manipulations, abuse of science, we have foreknowledge, uh, we have a shifting narrative, uh, we have uh, 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 suspicious benefits by uh, elites, uh, like uh, like with insider trading, it goes on and on and on. And so I presented this uh, at the Red Pill Expo and at the Advanced Medicine Conference with Dr. Rashid Batar, who wanted me to speak there on this subject. And now Dr. Madhavasetti and I are teaming up to produce before the 11th this week uh, a two-hour presentation on this very subject so we don't have to rush through it. It is deep, and he is good. He covers all the problems, well, the major problems uh, that we have with regard to COVID. Uh, the one that concerns me the most is the 29,000 deaths by vaccine that are acknowledged by the CDC on the VAERS website. Uh, this is incredible. These, this is only those that are actually gone, went through the hoops to report them. It's much, much, much higher than that. Uh, 10, 20, 30 times higher than that uh, by, for instance, the Lazarus report, which the CDC funded, which shows that indeed um, these are grossly underreported by about those amounts. So I can't keep silent about that. Nor should you, I think, if uh, anyone who does understand the gravity and the scale of what we're going through today um, and doesn't understand that it is, if not similar to, perhaps much greater than what we lived through in 9-11. Uh, I, I don't understand the, the, the mental block that some people have about that, but I'm glad that you are unleashed and that you are talking about these subjects because, uh, as I say, I think we do need more people talking about these. I note that in addition to your uh, presentations and at the Red Pill Expo and elsewhere, you're also doing a webinar series for your website. Tell us about that. Yes, uh, every week we do 9-11 and Architect's Guide, a three-part series. Part one is about Building 7, the 47-story skyscraper that falls from the sky after witnesses hear explosions in seven seconds, symmetrically straight down into its own footprint. Uh, your viewers, of all viewers, uh, are, are quite familiar with Building 7, but... Many people, most architects and engineers, are not. So this is the purpose of the webinar is to educate the academics uh, and everybody else who's currently unaware. Then uh, we have the Twin Towers. Uh, we have part two on the explosive nature of the Twin Towers, part three on the extreme heat associated with the Twin Towers, molten iron microspheres, flowing molten iron, uh, documented uh, everywhere uh, in, in, in great detail. All of this, of course, on our website. And, the, uh, and, and we go into more detail on that in the, 
the uh, documentary, 9-11 Explosive Evidence, Experts Speak Out, which is also, along with many other documentaries, on our new website, richardgage911.org. Now, speaking of 9-11, there are a couple of big projects, I understand, coming up with regards to 9-11 specifically, um, uh, a film project, but also, first up, a live stream that is going to be taking place on September 11th itself. Tell us about this mm-hmm. live stream, what it involves, and who it involves. <laughs> this is an inside joke. Uh, it features one of my favorite reporters, intrepid reporters, James Corbett of the Corbett Report. He will be featured uh, as one of our key speakers uh, at the San Fr- at the uh, 9/11 Truth Film Festival, starting at 10 a.m. Pacific, uh, on our website. Once again, RichardGage911.org. We're going to be featuring Osama bin Laden along with James Corbett. Why? Because he's made some incredible films highlighting the secret history of Al Qaeda called False Flags. And it's incredible. We're going to show part one. Uh, we're going to show part two. James is going to come, and then we're going to premiere his latest masterpiece, part three. Hopefully the last part of this series. We will be seeing enough about Osama bin Laden. But we'll also have Mick Harrison there from the Lawyers Committee for 9-11 Inquiry to um, update us on the legal successes that are happening uh, and and so a couple of failures uh, as well uh, in the legal system. It seems to be a mixed uh, bag with with our uh, 9/11 Truth in the legal system. Uh, but uh, also, we'll be highlighting the work of David Ray Griffin because he has let us know publicly that he has only a few months to live. So while he's still alive, we want to honor his life and his work. So we'll be doing that as well with Elizabeth Woodworth, who will be there speaking with us live as well. Now, the day before 9-11, which is, uh, that that was Sunday. Saturday is the day before the 10th. Uh, the Lawyers Committee is having their own presentation uh, with uh, pre- presented by their own members, of which I happen to be one also on the board of the Lawyers Committee for 9-11 Inquiry. So I'll be updating in both cases the new film that we're making called uh, 9-11 Crime Scene to Courtroom. And yes, uh, we have, uh, we being, me being a plaintiff and several other uh, plaintiffs uh, are, have sued the, well, we have sued the U.S. attorney. But first we submitted a grand jury petition to them with 60 exhibits of all the evidence in the webinars that we've just talked about. And uh, that has been a few years now. So we've sued him and we just lost. This is one of the the tough moments uh, in the Second Circuit Court of Appeals because the judge said, you don't have standing. What? (laughs) We have family members, we have architects and engineers who have quite a standing in the NIST report and the 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 uh, FEMA report before that that was uh, not um, truthful whatsoever about the destruction of these three towers. So uh, we're we're talking about going to the Supreme Court and those deliberations are underway. That's very exciting because this film that we're making will be speaking straight to the grand jurors who are still 
we expect, expect we'll still receive this petition, and we're going to go through it. We're going to bring alive those 60 exhibits. Mick will be letting the grand jurors know uh, what does this evidence mean that Mr. Gage and his experts have presented? What uh, can you do with it? Who might you call uh, subpoena? Uh, who might you uh, bring forth as persons of material interest? There's a lot of things they can do. And Mick does an exceptional job of of putting things in context in an easy-to-understand way. So we're excited about uh, making this film. We're underway already. And um, it'll be ready after after the 11th uh, sometime. Uh, it got uh, delayed because Mick had several legal uh, decisions, uh, some against him and some for him. Uh, some of the positive ones were the Freedom of Information Act request where David Cole has sued NIST and FEMA uh, to, because they were hiding information that they legally cannot hide under the Freedom of Information Act. You have to release, turn off your cell phones, please. Golly. Don't you warn your guests to turn off? <laughs> Never. <laughs> So uh, the judge said, yeah, you, you, guys, you guys can't withhold this information. So he allowed Mick to depose them and uh, under discovery. And we learned that they have all kinds of records they didn't release. So that's going very, very well. We're go this is all the records relative to the report on Building 7 by FEMA and by NIST. So uh, very, very exciting to, to get those records uh to us uh here coming forth sometime soon that is exciting so just to clarify so on september 10th the lawyers committee will be making a separate or a related live stream specifically regarding the film or regarding updates to these cases uh mostly updates and and i'll be talking about the film and that begins at 1 p.m eastern I think we'll double check that and the proper details will be on screen for people. And the web, yeah. And the website is uh, LC for lawyers committee for F O R nine one one dot org. So how do people go about joining this live stream? Is there a admission price or. Oh, the lawyers committee uh, event, which is called the symposium 2022 symposium is free. Uh, and uh, the, and, and the, the film festival uh, is a uh, is a fundraiser for the film that we're making, 9-11 Crime Scene to Courtroom. So any size donation will get you there. Just come to the website, richardgage911.org at 10 a.m. Pacific. All right. We'll make sure that all of the relevant links and information are in the show notes for people. Um, some exciting things. Uh, let's just take a moment to reflect on 21 years since the day that changed everything, it is remarkable that we are still here, still attempting to get justice for those events. Um, it can be disheartening at times after two decades plus of being stymied and refused and rebuffed in the courts and elsewhere. How do you keep going? How do you keep doing this work? I thought it'd be like six months because all I had to do, and it was proven every time I talk and people are in front of me and I'm able to show them my PowerPoint presentation, they agree. Yeah, these are controlled demolitions. We need a new investigation. I just can't get in front of enough people. Uh, uh, we didn't get CNN. We did get C-SPAN, which was incredible, 45 minutes. That This is what keeps me going, James. C-SPAN had me on in 2014. 
yes, uh, a while back, but it became the most watched video on Washington Journal. They, that's where they interview all the insiders in, in Washington, D.C. It, it had over a million views. It, it, and yet they haven't called me to say, well, what is all this fuss about? You know, let's get deeper into this. Uh, no, uh, they just shut that puppy down. And, and that's the problem with the media in general, they just don't talk about it. You can't get in edgewise. Uh, what keeps me going is that um, I've been lied to in a huge way. And I realize that I'm not alone, but billions of people in the world were lied to. Uh, most of the most Americans uh, swallowed the lie hook, line, and sinker. I can't live with that. Uh, you're, you're not going to pull a scam like that on me. I'm an architect. These are buildings. The buck stops here. I'm going to talk about this until I die or until we get a new investigation. Hopefully the latter. Uh, we, uh, that, that's recognized. That's unimpeachable. That, that, that uses the scientific method to get at, at the evidence. I don't know. Something lives inside of me that's bigger than me uh, that uh, won't stop. Uh, how about you? <laughs> You've been uh, at it longer than me. Uh, well, I suppose so, but a remarkably similar uh, uh, mindset, I would say. Yes, obviously the goal is to achieve justice, but whether we do or do not, and whether we do in the short term or the long term or how that happens, I am just motivated to get this information out because I think it is important and I know I know that this information does reach new people every single day. More and more people do learn the truth. And I don't know when that magical tipping point moment will happen where suddenly the tidal wave changes and the tides come in, come in and everybody's on board with 9-11 truth. But I do, I really do uh, think that that will happen at some point. And uh, the, the question is, can we achieve justice and can the real perpetrators of those events be brought to justice? And that's an open question, and that's precisely why I am so motivated to do what I do, because I know if I just sit back and do nothing, then nothing will happen. But if myself and many, many, many other people join in, we can make a difference, and I truly okay. do believe that. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and I, I guess who joined in? My wife. She's quite the 9-11 truther, and uh, she helps with all of the... Uh, the coordination of, of these podcasts and the interviews and the speaking engagements. We've been asked uh, to go to Fort Lauderdale the day after 9-11 and speak with Patrick Bet David on valuetainment uh, in studio. So we're four million uh, people uh, on his YouTube channel. I don't know why he has how he has a YouTube channel still, but uh, <laughs> I got I lost three of them just talking about COVID. But yeah, we're together. We're quite the team, and and I think that I think her joining up with Richard Gage nine eleven here full time recently uh, is what's going to tip the scales against the uh, perpetrators of nine eleven and COVID. Let let me echo that because I always appreciate Gail's appearances on the podcast and uh, going through the Q and A and all of that. So, uh, hats off to the Gales and all of the wives who put up with and or actively help <laughs> efforts of people like yourself and myself. And I I will uh, anecdotally add that, yes, I have experienced the uh, the presentations and people's hands going up of who has been convinced after them, because I remember when you came to Kobe in 2009 to give a presentation, that was the first time that we met. 
And uh, I remember my then-girlfriend, now-wife, was there at the time as well, in the room. And uh, at the beginning of uh, the, the talk, you did the how many people know that, that there's something wrong with the buildings or whatever the question is. And there were a few hands that went up. And at the end, every single hand in the room went up. You had convinced the entire room. So I know, I know that this happens. And I know that putting this information out in front of people is the key because people can understand and resonate with truth. But lies require a lot of propaganda and a lot of time and effort to, to keep those lies being propagated. Uh, we win as long as we can get the word out and get this message out to people. So I appreciate the efforts that you're doing. I'm very excited for this live stream. Uh, I hope that people will support it because I am very much interested in this, this film that you're putting together that hopefully will be part of this case, that will be put in front of a grand jury. Some momentous and important things. And uh, I, I think... I don't need to tell my audience how important these things are, but at any rate, I'm glad there are people like you out there who are helping to do this. I think that's a lot for today's conversation, but if there's anything else you'd like to add before we wrap up, please do so now. No, that sounds great. And I'm just delighted to be on the show, James. Thank you so much uh, for your hard work. And we're all, us, all of us working together, uh, we're riding a wave that we don't, can't even begin to comprehend. Yeah, it looks like they have more money. It looks like they have more airtime on the media. It looks like they have more guns. <laughs> but we've got something much greater than they've got. And uh, we don't know the timing, but it will come. Hey, they wouldn't be working so hard to censor voices like yourself and myself if we weren't making a difference. So right there, I think that's validation. All right, we'll leave it there for today. Richard Gage, always a pleasure talking to you. I'm looking forward to uh, to talking to you again on this coming Sunday, but also, of course, in the future. RichardGage911.org, all of the links to all of the things we've talked about today will be in the show notes. Richard, thank you for your time. Thank you, James.